0: Apple presents Meet the Musician at the Apple Store. Please welcome this evening's guest moderator, CEO of AllHipHop.com, Chuck Kreekmer, and tonight's guest, B.O.B. All right,
1: so let's get going, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. Hardcore fans here. Yeah! So, you got a new album coming out. It's uh, available on iTunes for pre-order already. Yes. Underground luxury.
0: Underground luxury. That's an interesting title. Please. The most luxurious of the underground. <laughs> yeah. So um, what's
1: the, what's the meaning behind that title?
0: Underground luxury, you know, man. When I came up, you know, when I was a kid growing up, we didn't really have much of anything, and it created a mentality that, you know, if you want to make it in life, you got to take what you got and make it luxurious and, and make it something, you know, um, you know, just. You know, getting a 30 cent notepad and writing a million dollar dream in it, you know, that's underground luxury. You know, uh, a little girl in Afghanistan who takes shrapnel from exploded bombs and makes jewelry out of it and sells it, that's underground luxury. You know, just really taking, even just taking an old hoopty, old cutlass and tricking it out, that's underground luxury. It's turning what could be deemed as something miserable or what somebody doesn't want and making it amazing.
1: Now, you also said in some interviews that I've read that there's another meaning relating to your career. Is that is that true?
0: Um, well, I feel like it relates to my career because, you know, I've always been an underground artist. And I'm privileged enough to experience the luxuries of the world and really see the world in, 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 in whole, really. You know, and... I go back home, and a lot of people, you know, they ain't been outside the highway, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so, um, I just understand it's a it's a privilege. I'm I'm blessed, man. You know, I'm. And so, this is this whole album is a part of me reconnecting with my past, but retelling it in a way where everybody else can find their underground luxury.
1: Well, it's interesting you call yourself an underground artist because I don't consider you underground artist. You've had incredible levels of success that most people would dream about, but is there a reason why you regard yourself in that way? I'm
0: like an underground luxury artist. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously, man. Like I, I still kind of look at myself kind of like a, a underdog in a sense, you know, because I'm just in my own world. I'm in my own space, and you know this this project for me is like the balance between all of the music that I made prior to the fame, the worldwide success, and the, you know, what have you. And the music that I made after that period of my life, because it's two different, it's two different phases. You know what I'm saying? Right. When, <laughs> you know, when you're uh, getting evicted out of your house and you can't make music no more because you got no studio, as opposed to being able to buy a house just to put a studio in it. You know, and so these these different points that I've I've gone through in my life has provoked different types of music. And I'll never, I'm never gonna make music how I made it back then. I'm never gonna make music how I made it now. Five ten years down the line, it's always going to change.
1: Now, your um, for people that don't know, your mixtape material it tends to be a little more in depth, deeper yeah. of
0: substance. Yeah. Um, will this be on Underground Luxury? Um, this this album is is everything. You know, it's it's the club side of me. It's the 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 unfiltered side that you get from the mixtape right as well as my musical side and my you know pop side whatever rock side <laughs> alternative it's all of the above man and you know I really wanted to make sure that I captured that on this project but I had to let it happen you know I couldn't be I can't I can't go try to make my mixtape music again cuz I wasn't trying to make mixtape music I was trying to make an album <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> and so now you know now I feel like it's just a, a, a effortless approach to it
1: Now, you just recently dropped some new music, All I Need, and you also have Headband. Excuse me, All I Want and Headband, but there's a huge difference between those two records. Um, The the odd thing to me is that All I Want is uh, about money, but it's performed in a way that you almost don't know that if you're kind of not quite paying attention
0: it's 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 many different levels to that song, you know um when you wanna be successful, you know you need money you know when you wanna when you wanna uh buy certain things that you want, and really, the song is about being successful, it's about really just living your dream you know whether whether or not you wanna just have money to go splurge or whether you want money to support your family. You have the right to do whatever you want to do, to live whatever dream you want to live. And for me, I was telling my story and why I want money and why I want to be successful. So somebody else may hear the hook and they may feel a different type of way. They may be like, yeah, man, this is it's motivating for me, man. And like somebody today just told me they heard the song and cried because it was that emotional for them. And so it's not just about the money, but so to speak, it's like, shit, if I get some more money, all I want, <laughs> money, money, money.
1: All right, so we are gonna see you at uh, at Barney's tomorrow.
0: No, nah, not really, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm one of them people where I just like what I want, you know. I wanted, I was when, like when I w- when I grew up, man. Like I, I wouldn't, I couldn't have like parties at my house. I couldn't have I couldn't celebrate my birthday party with my friends at my house. I couldn't have people over, you know. It was quite quite the un, uninhabitable <laughs> type of uh, place I lived in, and so, you know all these type of all these situations just made me want to want more. You know, it really created this insatiable appetite to be better and to 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 improve myself. And I think that's really where it all stems from. Now you have some music for us to preview from yes. the album. Do you want to cue one of them up? Sure. Uh this first record um is actually one of the uh I produced it. It's called Back Me Up and um i think it's a uh, a great record it's
1: the first time listened to right so people first are listen ex- y'all getting the first exclusive? listen
0: before anybody okay back me up north side come back me up yeah everywhere I plant my feet everybody know about me nigga I ain't gotta say one word I ain't gotta show ID nigga back when I was in 10th grade I saved up got a set of gold teeth and I took them out but seven years later, I got seven sets of gold teeth nigga I'm Bobby I do that private jet I blew that 40k I threw that a quarter pound I blew that it sound crazy, but that ain't nothing to it. She a freak, but I already knew it. She looked at me and said, I'm your biggest fan. I told her, if it's real, then tattoo it. Every day I wake up, smoking like Jamaicans, like an occupation. This is so outrageous. head so good, I'm making Bill Cosby faces. Dipping that pudding, like vanilla wafers. Sweet to the carpet, then to the office, then to the closet. Many different flavors. Someone tell my lawyer, call a label. And tell him, hurry up with the paper. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Bass. <laughs>
1: Um, how have you evolved? Um, you have gone through a few different incarnations of your uh, career, <laughs> lyrically and musically. I might add, not just you know most people focus on just lyrics, but you've evolved as an actual musician.
0: And um, this is a little different. You produced it yourself. I think you know before I wanted to show people that I knew music, and now I'm showing people that I know people. And, you know, really a lot of where it comes from, man, is just me being who I am, you know, and experiencing what I experience. All music comes from the experience that I, you know, I'm because I'm just talking about my life. And, you know, what I talked about, you know, back when I first started created the fame that I have now. And so now I'm just talking about what it is now. And, right, right. And, you know, now it's more about culture for me. You know, it's more about really tapping into the fabric of society, you know, sonically changing, you know, the perception of music, you know. And, and at the same time, you know, music is 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 therapy for people. You know, music is a, a transporter. Music takes you from one place to another place, you know.
1: Do you ever feel pressure? Um, I mean, right now it's just the the... Especially the uh, younger artists, it's it's extremely competitive, and you're on the cusp of being a veteran. You're kind of right in the middle, where the, you have these young dudes nip, nipping at your heels, but you're still very established in your own right.
0: You know, man, I don't. There's really nobody who can do what I do. You know, and um, I pridefully say that because I work hard making music. You know it. You know. Honestly like artists we try to make what we do seem like it's just, we just you know oh, I just woke up and made this hit record. Right. <laughs> I mean but don't get me wrong like all the all these songs on this project they came in a very natural way where it didn't really take time because you know they just happened that way but you know we I, I spent a lot of time you know making sure that things sound how they need to sound and you know just really you know, I don't even record a verse unless I feel unless I feel it. You know, I'm not just gonna sit and write it, cause I don't want to think like a rapper or a producer. I'm thinking more like a DJ. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like, all right, what needs to happen here? What would be dope to happen here? You know, sometimes thinking like a rapper or a producer may get in the way of what could creatively happen. That would be amazing. You know. Yeah.
1: So let's check out another record. Uh, what's the next song you want to...
0: The next record um, I feel like is um, one of my more lyrical records on the project. Um, it's called Paper Route. And uh, I produced this as well.
1: Okay. Yep. Uh, uh,
0: you know who you with. ain't no democrat and by far I'm no republican, this is the type of talk that'll probably piss off my publicists, and I ain't even started, the water ain't even bubbling, uh, the type of talk that'll probably get me in trouble with the law or make the government come after me in public won't hear this on the radio, this here is not for publishing, this ain't that of gum shit, no, this ain't that double mint uh, consider this a risk, I swear I see them building pyramids brick by brick they'll aim at anyone bold enough to go against the shit, you don't believe me look what happened to the Dixie chick. Uh, it's like nobody else complains, till you try to be more than a nigga with a chain. Cube already told you they corrupted everything, and we just out here trying to function, trying to maintain. a uh, hundred miles an hour running when I hit the ground, thoughts moving through my head at the speed. Of- I pray, I pray, I pray, my prayers make it through the cloud. I pray in heaven ain't no fucking niggas ain't allowed. A hundred miles running when I hit the ground. Thoughts moving through my head at the speed of sound. I pray, I pray, I pray, my prayers make it through the cloud. Till then, it's back to the paper route, the paper route. Uh And of course, it's unfortunate The niggas out here robbing for Jordans.
1: All right. I think that's the first rap song I ever heard mention of Dixie Chicks.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what's the paper route? What exactly was that? Back to the paper route, route. You
0: know, it's just like, you know, speaking me speaking you, just candidly about, you know, just how I view the world that I live in. You know, it could be perceived as a political record, but it's really not because I'm not like an activist or politician or nothing. I just I just understand my reality enough to to talk about it openly and I think a lot of the just the drive behind it is is that, you know what I mean? I've
1: uh, always often wondered like what is what does BOB listen to? Like your style is so broad but and and I can tell there's a lot behind it not just hip hop. What else do you
0: enjoy? Man, I listen to a lot of EDM music, man, like tr- like trancey. You know the type of music if you just so happened to be rolling up one day and you put your Pandora on, you know, it's like, <laughs> right, right. what would come up on that <laughs> station, you know? But I mean, I'm more, you know, when I listen to music for pleasure, I'm typically not really listening to like, you know, hip hop unless I'm trying to like party or like, you know, turn up for the night. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, uh, for a brief moment there, we thought, um, you know, Kendrick Lamar, I know this is a little old, but I, I, I have to address it since I ha- I have you here. Um, you know, he, he kind of laid it out there for all, for really the whole young generation, you know, the, the younger generation, if, if you will, of hip-hop. And you were one of the few that responded. Did you take
0: that personally
1: or were you more or less just trying to let them know?
0: Hip-hop is, uh, is many different things, you know. Uh, it's, it's more than just music. You know, it's a, lifesty- it's a lifestyle. And sometimes it's a sport. And this was one of those situations where it was a sport, you know, and so I think I think for me, I had fun making that record because it's like, now I can just do something just to do it, you know. But, you know, I really don't think anybody got offended by it because if you are an MC, you're supposed to feel that way. It's like, I wouldn't even want to listen to somebody if they was like, well, I think I'm all right. <laughs> 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 it's like, why, why would I want to listen to that? so everybody, you know, it's like hip hop is like, even if you're not really talking about anybody, when you get on the mic, it's like you just got this brolic mentality, like, oh, uh, I'm ready for whatever. You know? It's like you just embody that.
1: Right. Now, a lot of people feel like, well, you come from Atlanta, a lot of people, there's, there, like, I was I was listening, looking at an interview with Young Dro, and he was just like, you know, Atlanta, we don't, Cyphers, we don't do that. You know, it's no big deal to us. And it's... Oddly enough, TI was complaining that there was no Grand Hustle cipher. So I thought that was a kind of almost a contradiction for Well
0: you. well, you know, we um, you know, we of course we did the cipher one year um uh, the BET Hip Hop Awards. But you know, I think to, to kind of piggyback off what Dro was saying is that in the southern culture, the way that we grew up on hip hop, it wasn't really so much about the cipher, you know, as much as it as it, you know, is in in, you know, hip hop, very heavily hip hop oriented areas such as, you know, New York. But, you know, it's just, we, we got to, for us, it's more about the swag, you know, it's more about, it's more about the feeling that goes into it, more so than, you know, more so than uh, the bars, you know what I'm saying? It's like, where's that? Bang here. <laughs> <laughs> what <Well, bro. laughs> am Right, right. It's, it's a character, man. It really is.
1: Okay. Who are your top five artists? Oh, man. I, won't, I usually say top five. MCs, but mm. for you, I'm gonna ask. You can leave it man, open. Man, that's
0: a that's a tough question for me because I I listen to so many. You know, this year I listened to a lot of different albums, man, from J Cole to Two Chains to um uh to Eminem's project, and you know even before that I was actually bumping Kendrick's album, like all I thought that was a classic album as well. But um I mean it's it's really everything, man. I really don't have a a, a favorite you know, because I'm listening to lounge music one day, I make it an idea, sample something, and and then I can't listen to it no more, because I, <laughs> that's why I really try not to sample, because I'll, I'll sample it, and I'll, I can't listen to this no more, i sampled it. Well,
1: you feel like it, it gets
0: compromised? Yes, yeah, it's like, it's, it gets monotonous. because every time, when I play the album, every time I pass by that song, I'm going to be like, ah, I hear this so much. <laughs>
1: okay, okay. um, You are about to be a actual you're trying to be a mogul a business man an owner your own label
0: she's with that she's like <laughs> yes no keep clapping I like
1: it I was surprised <laughs> to, um, I was surprised to hear that because you know you're such an eccentric artist you know regarded as like this this consummate artist artist you know usually those people stay artists
0: yeah you know I really had to grow from a musician to an artist and from an artist to a businessman and I think just naturally allowing myself to do that. Cause I'm you know, I'm the type of person where I, I just wanna expand always, you know. If if you know, I didn't always play the guitar, I didn't always sing, I didn't always, you know, uh I wasn't always as creatively visual as I become. So, you know, I think just, you know, letting myself giving myself time to know what I like and not just doing something just to do it. And then it failed and then you'd be like, oh, well, I wasn't meant to do that. And it's like, no, nah, you just didn't give yourself time to develop things, you know? Yeah.
1: All right, so everybody, uh, get your questions together. We're gonna take some Q and A's right now. How you doing? My name is Mark. Um, if you weren't a musician, what occupation would you be doing?
0: I would probably be a, a chef or a research scientist.
1: Can you explain that? We have to know.
0: <laughs> a chef because, you know, I'm, you get creative freedom to cook what you want to cook. You know, you just, whatever, you, you get an idea for it. And a research scientist because I'm like, you know, I was the kid in high school who was on the computer all day researching conspiracy theories and, you know what I'm saying, trying to get to the bottom of things. So I just naturally had this, this you know, need to want to, you know, know how to manipulate things and how they work. Hi. Do you ever in your career at the end of your career plan on getting married? Dang. <laughs> <laughs> what question is coming next? No, you <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever plan on getting married? Um, you know, uh eventually, but it's so it's so far uh so far down the line for me I can't even really see it yet. But it'll happen. You know, in due time with life. But I'm 24 now, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you a baby? Oh yeah, I'm I'm a Scorpio. My birthday's on November 15th. So, oh sh- <laughs> So as a birthday gift, I would just ask everybody pre-order my album, and we're even. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name is Rowan. Um, Do you have any uh, words of wisdom for uh, young artists out there starting off their careers? Okay, I'm glad you asked that. Um, When you're an aspiring artist, you know, everybody's always like, you need to find your thing, you need to, you know, do, find what makes you you. No matter what you do, it's going to have your DNA in it. All you have to do is just be yourself and just... Say what you want to say, like when you're writing the lyric or just, just say what you would naturally say in conversation, you know, there's really nothing to find because you're there. All you have to do is just make it better. And and that's something that, you know, I, I constantly, you know, tell myself whenever I get writer's block or whenever I get stuck with something. And I think that's that's what I would tell myself 10 years ago. <laughs> now we have one more song that
1: we have to run through real quick before we get to the next question. Did you want to... Um you know, give us a little heads up on what's Yeah, it, what's yeah.
0: It. So um this next song I had to pick up on. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh this next song is called Forever, and it's produced by me, yours truly. And uh it's actually one of the most recent songs that I recorded for this project. So this is Forever. <laughs> Nothing is forever, is it? Ever, is it? Ever, is it? Nothing is forever. Fuck your opinion, show you where you can stick it. I swear they worse than these bitches. All these niggas got feelings. They say I got too many women. I'm just keeping it pimping. The way she mastered that P I guess she keep it no limb, no limit, limb. Now watch me get ignorant with Did you do most of the production on the album? Yeah. By about probably about eighty percent. Seventy-nine percent.
1: Okay. okay. Alright, so we can um take another question.
0: I want to ask, um, what's one of the biggest things you notice if there is a difference between maybe your American fan base and your international fan base as far as like loyalty, culture and how they support you as an artist? I think when I'm overseas, the love seems to be more about the music, you know, than anything. You know, like it'll be a song that I release over here and then overseas they'll go crazy for it, like you know what I mean? It'll be like, they'll play it on the radio, and they only play it here. And so, um, you know, it just kind of lets me know where, you know, just the, the difference in the cultures, really. Yeah.
1: Hey, how you doing? My name is Javier. Yo. Think, um, who's an artist that you haven't worked with yet that you really want to work with or looking forward to work with?
0: Man, I used to really I used to have a wish list, but I feel like I kind of knocked I kind of knocked everything. <laughs> I checked everything off of that. <laughs>
1: Once you get Eminem in your, ride, <laughs> it's kind of like Yeah, that
0: was like, you know, for me, I grew up listening to, you know, Eminem, DMX and like Nas and Tupac were like the four main MCs I listened to, so you know, of course, I can work with all of them, but you know, after working with them, you know, I pretty much satisfied that side of me that that 15-year-old side that's like, yeah, I'm in the lab. <laughs> Hi, what's up? I'm sure you were ju- you were uh, in the beginning of the car- of your career. You were just as good as you are now. Um, what's the difference between the Bob that nobody knew about back in 2007 and the Bob that's chop- topping charts now? Well, exactly how you explained it. <laughs> um, it was that one event? Or like one one person you toured with, or something like that. It's different. It's different phases, man. Because um, when I was an underground artist. I I didn't want to be dubbed as a rapper, you know, that really bothered me, you know, when I had the song Haters Everywhere We Go, I was like, no, I'm not just a rapper, I can play the guitar, I can sing, and so then I went in this phase where I was just, all I wanted to do was just rock out with a band, and and everybody was like, yo, Bob, don't just stop rapping, like, keep rapping, just, and so then I blew up and had a huge pop success, and everybody was like, man, he's a, pop star, world renowned pop star. I was like, hold on now, I'm an MC. (laughs) And it's like, that's what we called you at first. (laughs) So it's like now man, I, I really don't I don't really have a preference at all, man. Like good music is good music. If I make a rock song and it ends up being a number one rock song, then then that's a success. You know, it's just me being me. As long as it comes naturally, you know, I don't have an issue with anything. Hello, how you doing? How you doing? I just want to know, like, far as um, making your old label and stuff like that, is anything else you want to do, like, far as acting, like, anything else besides yeah, music? Uh, absolutely. You know, um, I've actually started acting already. Um, I did something for Single Ladies, and I'm about to make another appearance on another show, which I'm not going to say it, but... I think for me I'm I'm one of them people where I don't want to mess up so I'm like really you know I like to approach everything with you know being prepared so eventually you know of course I already announced me uh starting my label um I'm not really like looking for artists like digging but I'm like watching I'm just watching to see what catches my eye and you know eventually I'll get into movies and and you know more entrepreneurial things <laughs> <laughs> All right, so
1: stay tuned. B.O.B. will exit and come back and perform for you all, so stay tuned for that. I'm going to leave and I'm coming right back. All right.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the stage B.O.B. So this song... This song is called One Day. It's produced by... This guy you see right here, Jeffro, myself. And on the album version, DJ Toon does the drums. It's pretty awesome, you should check it out. And I, I know right now we're in the uh, Apple Store, but right now we're gonna call this the Kush Lounge. <laughs> this song is really, it really paints the picture for, you know, for people who wonder what it was like for me growing up and and what I experienced. And, I feel like this song captures that and it paints that picture. I know one day I won't have to wait in line. I know one day I'm gonna get those keys to that new ride. I know one day I'll be fine. And I know one day I'll get mine. Yeah, I know one day. Hell, it might be Monday. I remember feeling trapped and know I couldn't get out And when they laid my mama off, no, it just didn't amount I still remember how she looked when she walked into the house Still she tried her best to show us what was Christmas about And if we wanted hot water, we had to microwave it Then every day the power cut off, but we tolerated The thoughts of all the beats are lost cause I forgot to save them I'm screaming at me in the mirror like I gotta make it My teacher trying to get through to me cause of my behavior I said I got big dreams and I gotta chase them I never cared a damn thing about a college major I only had one me there was a lot of paper but see I never had a thing but a lot of prayers after school open night night rocking stages it all started from a demo to a limo from a limo to a lambo and all of this came up out of Decatur because one day I won't have to wait in line yeah I know one day I'ma give those keys to that new ride I know one day I'll be fine And I know one day I'll get mine Yeah, I know one day Hell, it might be Monday